Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Unscripted, presented by Be Unique Magazine, because an authentic life is unscripted. Be Unique is a 501c3 charity that works today to change tomorrow. Learn more at our website, beunique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Did you know that Be Unique is a free, non-profit publication? We work today to change tomorrow by bringing you truly amazing guests like the one we'll introduce tonight and by highlighting stories about people all over the world who will astound you. The free digital version is available 24-7 at BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Welcome, 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 everybody, to Be Unique Unscripted. My name is Mary, and I'm here with Tanisha Burke. She's an entrepreneur with a heart of gold. Um, Tonight, we're going to get to know Tanisha a little bit better. We're going to learn some of the secrets behind her highly successful business and how she was able to work on her her own business part-time for 20 months. That's less than two years. And then she resigned her position in a corporate job. Tanisha started her travel business in June, just three years ago. So it's almost like happy anniversary. Under her leadership, her team grew to 100 travel business owners in just eight months. She became one of the first 100 directors inside PlanNet Marketing. Today, she and her team have helped more than 1,000 families position themselves for financial freedom by starting a home-based travel business. Tanisha is a top 100 income earner out of more than 42,000 business owners and is a recipient of the Corporate Fireball Award. And once you get to know Tanisha, you'll understand why she's called the Fireball. After 20 months of working her travel business part-time, she was able to resign from her corporate job and now she works her full-time tra- her travel business full-time. She's a wife and a mother, and she loves to help people as much as she loves to have fun. So welcome, Tanisha. Hi, Mary. How are you? I am good. I'm so happy to have you here. You and I go way, way back, don't we, girlfriend? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And thank you so much for inviting me on. I'm super excited to be on the show with you tonight. Well, I'm excited to have you here. It's really a lot of fun. Um, Tanisha also was one of our sponsors at the Be the Change Awards in March of 2019. And I want to say once again, Tanisha, thank you for that. That generosity oh, was awesome. It's my pleasure so, to serve. Thank you. Now, you have a home based travel business, but yeah. I want to know more about this Fireball Award. Tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> Well, it was a surprise to me um, when I received it. I think I kept my mouth open forever, but we were at <laughs> my company's <laughs> my company's national convention, and the award just really symbolizes um, that person who came into the business laser focused and just you know just really dominated helping families, and that's that's what our company is about. It's about helping families. And it just so happened, uh, you know, for 20, uh, I believe it was 2018, um, you know, I was just helping as many people as I could. And, you know, I leveraged social media, so um, it kind of makes it a little easy to reach out to people when you have social media as a platform. Yes, my goodness. It's kind of, well, it's the 21st century. What do we do? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So I understand you just recently got back from Belize. Um, yes, yes. Was that vacation or work? It was both. It was both. Um, Belize has definitely been on 
my bucket list. Um, and this was an educational trip um, as part of my travel business to go and learn about Belize. Um, as a travel business owner, of course, I send people on exotic vacations. Um, but as a travel professional, you want to go and experience it from a firsthand basis. So this way I can better advise my clients, you know, where to stay, what to do, um, you know, best practices when traveling abroad. So it, it was amazing. And I had the pleasure of bringing uh, pretty much my entire family. It was my husband, my son, my brother, my mom, and my stepdad. So we had a great time in Belize. Well, that's a big crowd. Now, did you stay it like was. In a, did you stay in one of those all inclusive resorts? So at this time, you know, Belize is a developing country. Um, exactly. And there are yep, there are no all inclusive resorts in Belize. Um we stayed at Mahogany Bay, which is a five star resort by Hilton. Um, this particular property has only been open for a little over a year, so there was still, like, a lot of construction, a lot of area for them to build. But, I mean, we felt like we were the only ones there. You know, they had great customer service. They catered Aww. to us. We got to drive the golf carts around. It, it was amazing. I love, love, love Belize. And and what's awesome about it, Mary, is just, you know, we live here in Florida. It's only, you know, a two-hour flight from Miami. That's not bad. That nope. is not bad, <laughs> you know, and it only takes a couple of hours to get to Miami from from exactly. the central Florida, which is where you are. Exactly. So, um, exactly. So I'm guessing that it's on your list to do again, the way you're talking? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Belize is one of those places, because my husband and I, we've been looking um, for investment properties as well, and Belize is a great country to invest in. Um, really? Marriott, yes, Marriott is, um, you know, building there for the first time. Margaritaville is in the process of building there. You know, Hilton is new to the area. So there's a lot of um, land that is on the path of progress um, that would be great. Uh, properties to invest in, maybe for rental properties or for a second home. It's just, it's just a great, and they have an amazing retirement program. So I'm really, really interested in that and kind of went down there and checked out some real estate while I was there as well. Well, just kind of um, all over the world, aren't you? You do that, checking into real estate. And now you're, you're talking about retiring, but and you also already retired from um, one corporate job. And I'm not going to ask how old you are, but I will ask how old is your son? My son is nine years old. So um, that means you're not an going... old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I am not an old lady. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I think I'm 47. <laughs> I don't know. I've been saying I'm 29 and holding for like 18 years now. So, um, but yeah, I'm 47. Um, but you know, Mary, age uh, retirement is not about age; it's about income. And exactly. someone in their 20s can be retired, you know, as long as they have the income to support themselves. Exactly. Exactly. That's um, one of the things I think that you probably help your home-based business owners do, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about Planet Marketing, how that works? Sure, absolutely. So Planet Marketing is a a three-and-a-half-year-old marketing company um, based in Atlanta, Georgia, and they give people like you and I the opportunity to earn income from home. And so Planet Marketing actually sells the uh, IntelliTravel business, the IPA. Uh, IntelliTravel, they are actually the originators of the home-based travel agent, um, home-based travel agent program. So we sell home-based travel agencies. And um, 
it's it's an amazing opportunity because most people are booking their travel online anyway. And so here we give people the opportunity to become travel business owners. They get to save on their own travel. They get to earn income by booking travel for their friends and family, travel that they're already going to do anyway. And if the person has a desire to create residual income and, and grow a network and leave a legacy for their family, they can do that as well. Wow. Um, you are a top income earner, and I know everybody is not going to be in that top 100. How did you get there? What did you do different from everybody else? Um, well, well, first let me say this. Everybody starts a home-based business for different reasons, um, especially this travel one. You know, there's some people who just say, you know what, I just kind of want to save on my own travel and, you know, just book for my own family and friends, in which case they're not going to be a top income earner. You know, and then there's other people, they are the go-to person in their family to book travel. You know, they plan the family reunions and the summer vacations, and now they see this business opportunity and how they can build a successful travel agency doing what they do anyway. And then you have people like me who was really not happy um, working my corporate job. I was tired of, you know, making millions of dollars for corporate America. So I was really motivated. And I really had a desire to be that stay-at-home mom. You know, I'm sure you have some listeners on the line who just would love to be home when their kids get off the bus, you know, would love to be available to chaperone. Yeah, to be able to chaperone the class trips. And that's those are the two things that I wanted the most. I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, to be there for my son, and I wanted to have that, that financial freedom and stop making money for corporate America while me and my family were living check to check. And, you know, as you stated early, Mary, I live in Florida but couldn't afford to take my family to Disney. So that was a problem for me. So I was highly, yeah. highly motivated. Um, you know, to build this business. And I have to tell you, Planet Marketing has such an aggressive compensation plan that offers seven ways to get paid. Um, I just really leveraged social media. I already had a following on social media because I had a health and wellness business um, as a wellness coach. And, And I just leveraged social media and reached out um, to people and people, you know, shared what I had and they were come to find out a lot of people love to travel. So they were interested in learning more about how they can earn extra income in this $8 trillion travel industry. So have you always loved to travel? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my dad um, used to drive trucks also in his past life was a chauffeur, but he just loved to travel. So I remember my dad picking me up in the summertime and we would go, you know, to LA, to Alabama, to North Carolina. I just love to travel. And my mom as well, um, growing up, she did, took a lot, a few international trips. And it, I think it's just in me. I think there's just that curiosity of Um, you know, new cultures, new foods. I I just love people. So I love, love, love to travel. And I love creating, uh, you know, new memories, new experiences. I'm that person, Mary, who growing up used to change the living room around just because I wanted something different. (laughs) So travel kind of fills that need. You know, I love going to, you know, the different hotels and, and just, I mean, I just love everything about travel. And I just think really it's just something that's ingrained in most of most of us, we have that kind of that curiosity, and travel just mm-hmm. builds that need. I think you're right, because when you just sit in the same place over and over, it's like um, you're just waiting for the grass to grow around you. Absolutely, absolutely. Travel. You know, with <clears throat> with most people, Mary, if you ask most people, if you had more time and more money, what would you do more of? 99% of the time, they say travel. Interesting. Um, wonder what the other 1% does. <laughs> Probably say sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually relate to that. So maybe I can travel and sleep while I'm en route. Absolutely, of course you can, or or take a snooze on the beach. Why not? 
I like I like that idea. I have a question I want to get back to you. Um, I want I want to learn a little bit more about your actual traveling and where you've been. But I have to mm-hmm. take a little break here. Um, going to answer a question um, with with a recorded video or audio about one of the, somebody had asked what is the reason that be unique is even here. So hold on, please. I'm inspired to give back by the many individuals who are making a difference and taking steps to make the world better. Many people are tackling problems by themselves and thinking they are all alone in their efforts to make a change. I want them to know they are not going unnoticed. The world is watching. I'm part of a team helping to project their voices on a global scale. Small charities and solo entrepreneurs are doing amazing things but don't have the budgets to market themselves. Like many people, I once struggled in a variety of jobs I didn't care for, so I decided to find a new way to give back, to pay it forward, and to be the change. While some people my age are considering retirement, I've joined other professionals to create and manage a nonprofit organization called Peace Corps. The words that create our name tell only a small part of our giving story. We are philanthropists, educators, activists. We are compassionate, evolving, charitable, optimistic, responsible, and enthusiastic. We created Peace Corps so we can use our natural talents to help others. We work with nonprofits, individuals, and for-profit organizations that have a philanthropic outlook. Peace Corps uses several tools to give a voice to those that otherwise might not be known outside their small local circles. Be Unique magazine is released monthly and printed on demand. This digital interactive publication doubled in size within five months. During that same time, it attracted almost 60 volunteers from 12 countries and across the USA. These volunteers are professionals. They're performers and writers, editors, researchers, videographers, photographers, crew members, and so much more. Coffee or tea? No phones allowed? This fun show is hosted by millennials and provides insight into what they're thinking but it's by no means intended to appeal only to that generation, as evidenced by their topic and their guests. Because our volunteers know that we are giving 100% of our beings to this organization, they are meeting us on our terms. Nobody earns anything. Yet we all work as if we are earning six-figure incomes. That is the epitome of giving. Curating the stories and creating a high-quality literary-style publication that not only highlights the good work of others, but projects positivity and inspiration gives me purpose. By giving myself to this organization, others want to give to Peace Corps. We have created a global giving circle. Welcome back. We are here with Tanisha Burke. She is our entrepreneur with a heart of gold. Um, We've been talking about Tanisha's Ability to stop, uh, she, she divulged that she's 47, and three years ago, she quit her corporate job and is now fully employed with her home-based travel business. But, um, you know, uh, as exciting as that is, I'm more interested in knowing some of the places you've been. You just mentioned that you've been to Belize, but when before you started your home-based travel business, where did you go um, with your family when you were like a child? What's one of your most memorable childhood vacations? Well, you know, Mary, that is a great question. And um, Hawaii was one of the places that I went um, as a child. And I'm definitely looking forward to going back as an adult so I can really, really appreciate it. Um, but, you know, we I grew up in New York, so, you know, summer vacation was either going to Virginia, you know, staying with a relative or going to, you know, Six Flags or, or, or to the beach. You know, we really did uh-huh. not travel, travel a lot um, as, a, as a family, but there were some, some road trips with my dad. So he's taken me to L.A., he's taken me to Alabama, but it was all domestic. We didn't do any international uh, traveling as a family. So I was super excited to get started in this business and really be able to put some stamps in that passport. <laughs> so what was the first place you went once you got your passport? 
the very first place I went to was the Dominican Republic. Um, my husband and I went for our anniversary, and that was the mm-hmm. very first stamp in my passport. Now, it's also a developing country, right? Yes, yes, it is. But, you know, the Dominican Republic is um, has a lot of tourism, um, not as mm-hmm. developing as Belize. You know, when I say developing in Belize, I'm saying there are many, many roads that are still dirt roads. You know, there are right. many areas that, you know, don't have Wi-Fi or running water. So it is really, really developing. Um, there are no major hotels. You know, the major hotel chains are just starting to get the belief. But in the Dominican Republic, it, it's pretty developed there, pretty developed in right. the Dominican Republic. Um, love the people, love the food. Me and my husband would go back every five years um, to the Dominican wow. Republic. So that's one of my favorite places. So your son's old enough to start traveling now and give you some opinions. What has he told you that he likes to do or what places he he wants wants to go? go Yeah, so his first stamp in his passport was Belize. Um, Pretty cool for a nine-year-old, but he's been wanting to go on a cruise. So that will probably be our next family vacation will be on a cruise. I haven't figured out which one yet. Okay. (laughs) Um, now cruising, I would imagine would be in high demand for a home-based travel business like yours. Absolutely. Actually, yes. You know, there are more cruise ships being built now than there have been in the last 20 years. Um, Wow. The highest commissions, yep, the highest commissions in the travel industry are, are paid in cruises. Um, cruises is great because it's multi-generational. You know, these days you have the grandparents that are mm-hmm. traveling with their children and their grandchildren, and cruising mm-hmm. just makes it really easy for everyone to have a great time because there's something for everyone to do. You know, the grandparents can take advantage of the shows, you know, or if they want to, you know, go into the casino, but then you have the water slides for the kids and, you know, the, the ice skating rinks. And, I mean, there's so much for, the, you know, the kids' programs and things. And then, of course, the food, you know, the variety of food. If you want to have a sit-down dinner and get dressed up, you can do that. Or if you want to hit the buffet in your shorts and your flip-flops, you can do that. So cruising has become, um, you know, the travel uh, choice of multi-generational families, which is really nice. Because there is something for everybody on the modern cruise ships. That's kind of neat. Um, Absolutely. I believe the last time you and I talked before this show, we had discussed um, that a lot of class reunions or uh, family reunions like to do cruises. Is that correct? Absolutely, yes. And, and they're turning it into an annual event because they just have so much fun. Um, and, you know, when you're going on a cruise, because you have some days at sea and then you have some days at port, Um, What a lot of family unions and class reunions are doing is, you know, they're having workshops and fun activities to do while they're at sea. You know, maybe it's a cocktail party or, you know, an all-white event or, um, you know, just some type of workshop while they're at sea, and then when they get to port, they're able to take advantage of, you know, the sightseeing of that particular port, or maybe they're going, you know, skydiving or snorkeling or, you know, a day at the beach. There's just so much to do. So it has become, you know, the the itinerary of choice for a lot of people. Plus, they get to hit all these different countries in one trip. So that's exciting as well. Um. Someone had mentioned recently about he wanted to go on a cruise to Ireland. Now, in a case like that, would you fly to Ireland and cruise over there, or or do do ships actually cross the Atlantic Ocean? Yes, there are cruise ships that do, you know, like 180-day cruises (laughs) that hit almost every continent. So really it just depends on where the person lives. But a lot of times, um, you know, if they're here in the United States, they would fly um, 
you know, to either another state or maybe even another country and then pick up the cruise um, cruise ship there and then just kind of sail and then come back and then fly back home. So it just really depends on the, where the person is located um, and where the cruise brand is. You know, recently, I believe it was uh, Norwegian, they had a cruise leaving right out of Port Canaveral, but it was going to Spain, to Barcelona. So there oh, wow. are some ships that leave here that do go out of country as well. Just like back in the days um, before, you know, when the United States was being built, people thought nothing of getting on a ship in England or Ireland or wherever they were on the in Europe and taking that ship across the ocean to come over here to start a new life. And now That's we're doing true. it. We're doing it as vacation time. <laughs> that is true that is so true that is so true and it, it's become so easy now you know there's some some cruise brands now um where you know you can go go into the bahamas is is like you know going to disney it's, it's no big deal it's like ah there's nothing to do today let's just you know go sail to the bahamas and stay for the night and come back it's become that oh, wow. easy wow now i i actually know a person who I'm, I'm not sure if she still does or not, but I met her on my first cruise, and she was like a a, um, a lifetime cruiser, I think they called her. I don't remember. They had a different name, maybe. But uh, she picked a particular cruise line, and that was the the ship she all you know not the ship, but that line always went out on that line, and they knew her by name. When she got on that ship, oh, they they seemed to know her by face too. You know, it's like, oh, there you are. And um, absolutely, I, thought, I know the one time I was on a cruise, it was so much fun because there is, like you said, there's so much to do, whether you're on the ship or if you stop and do an excursion. True. So, that is um, very true. Now, the, the excursions are typically an additional charge, Correct. That is correct. And, you know, you can book the excursion through, you know, the cruise line or you can book it through your travel agent. I always advise to book it through the travel agent because usually the groups are a lot smaller, so it's going to be a more intimate excursion. Sometimes when you book through the cruise line, it's just like too many people, you know, all getting on a bus, whereas if you book it privately through your travel advisor, you know, it might be a small group of six or nine or something like that, which is pretty cool. But you mentioned something about, uh, uh, you know, the lifetime cruisers. I was just uh, reading an article not too long ago, and there was this woman, and she was in her 70s, going into her 80s, and she basically lives on a cruise ship because oh, wow. she said it was cheaper than, you know, staying in a in a house or cheaper staying in, you know, a home for senior citizens. She gets to eat all day long. You know, they have medical care. They have housekeeping. And she has all these activities, and she gets to meet all these people. And I just thought that that was so amazing. So I don't know. That, that might is... be in my future one day. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds really good because I was talking to my sons recently and I said, so which one of you gets me when I get old? And they both looked at me and said, what do you mean when you get old? <laughs> so to them, I'm already old. And um, right. so I'm thinking, Boy, they're, they're just going to roll me off into a corner somewhere and, and feed me pudding from time to time, which could be good too. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, now you can just put in your will that you want to uh, be on a, go on a cruise so that they'll the take good of care life. of you. <laughs> um, when, when you. When you go somewhere like Belize, what's the food like there? Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you the food in Belize was the best food I have ever had in all of my travels. Oh no! Why? The best. Yes, it's it's the flavor. Everything was seasoned to perfection. So at this particular resort that I was staying at, um, uh, Mahogany Bay Village um, by Hilton, 
they had these little, you know, they had the the resort restaurant, but then along the side they had these privately owned uh, food huts. And so one of the food huts uh, specialized in jerk. I mean, whatever you wanted, jerk, jerk chicken, jerk beef, jerk shrimp, jerk fish, whatever you wanted. And so when I went over to the gentleman, I'll never forget, his name is Brian. Shout out to Brian if you're listening. Um, Hi, Brian. I wanted... Hi, Brian. I wanted the jerk shrimp, and it came with peppers and onions and coconut rice. And when he went in a refrigerator, he pulled out an onion, he pulled out the peppers, and he started chopping it. That's how fresh it was. You know, and I just really, I felt like, I really felt like I had went to a friend's house, and they were cooking me homemade dinner. That's nice. what it was. There was nothing that was, you know, pre-made or pre, except for the rice. Actually, the rice was in a cooker, so they had just made that too. But it was just very, very fresh. And the people of Belize um, are very much into, you know, spices. So there is no food that is bland. You don't need salt. You don't need pepper. It's just very rich in flavor. And it didn't matter whether I was eating at that stand or if I was stopping at a street vendor or a restaurant by the beach or even at the hotel the food was just very flavorful and I just it was so good I just ate until I couldn't eat anymore (laughs) it was phenomenal that's really cool um I need to take another break but when we come back we're going to talk to Tanisha about all the other cooks that she knows by first name (laughs) if you like the show tonight let us know Call 321-417-4309 or email mary at beunique.org to ask how you can sponsor the show. It's simple and doesn't have to cost much at all. Visit beunique.org for even more details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Join the global world changers who already know how Be Unique helps bring together like-minded humans who are making the world a better place. Read the magazine and blog posts, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, and visit our social media from one location and let's work together. Change tomorrow by finding solutions today. Visit BeUnique.org to learn more. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Welcome back. I'm here with Tanisha Burke. We're talking about her home-based travel business and all the places she has gone. And she just recently returned from a trip to Belize with her family, extended family, I might add. And she was telling us about Brian, a man who cooked for her. Was this on the beach? Uh, It was right next to the beach, um, but it was on the property of Mahogany Bay Village in Belize. Gotcha. So do you know all the guys who cook for you by first name or just Brian? Uh, I also know Michael. So he worked at another um, little food hut that had the best fried chicken wings and french fries because, you know, my son doesn't eat all the exotic foods as a nine-year-old. Right. Yeah, Michael made really, really good food there. And I don't remember the young lady who made my pina colada, but I do remember the food. (laughs) That's really cool because I think food and traveling go together. That may be one of the reasons people like to travel because they get to taste authentic food. And absolutely. And uh, so what are some of the things that you do? When you go to a place like this, what kind of activities do you engage in with your family? Great question. So, you know, as a travel professional, um, because I was primarily there on business, um, it's about doing a site inspection, you know, going to see, um, you know, the rooms, the different accommodations that they offer, the different activities, um, you know, learning what to do so that when my clients say, hey, I want to go to Belize and, you know, we want to have a relaxing time or we want to have an adventurous time, I need to kind of go and scope out and, and find these different activities so that I can recommend them to my client. So that was one of the things. Um, we uh, rented a uh, a golf cart because in Belize, everybody drives golf carts. 
you'll see very, very few um, cars there. Everybody pretty much gets around with a golf cart. Um, so we just took the golf cart and we, you know, went into town and got lost and, you know, had a good time there. Um, I also met with uh, a realtor. Um, shout out to the Paradise Guy, William Nayrod in Belize, but he um, met us and took us around and showed us some properties. So we really got to see even more of the island um, going around with the, um, you know, with the realtor. Uh, we stopped at some, some markets, like they had a cool flea market, you know, where people go and they, they sell their crafts. You know, a lot of um, the woods in Belize are absolutely beautiful. So there were a lot of artisans who were making statues and bowls and things out of the Belizean wood, which was phenomenal, um, you know, bags. And, I mean, it's, the, the people of Belize are very artistic. They're very friendly and warm and social. Um, I, you, you know, and they just welcome you. Nobody made me feel, me or my family, feel like we were outsiders or tourists. They kind of just, you know, welcomed us into their culture, and that's one of the things I love the most about Belize is the culture and the people. Did you try the conch salad? I don't like conch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I am not a big, big seafood person. So I, this is funny. You're going to laugh at me, Mary, but I like shrimp, but it cannot have legs on it. It cannot have eyes on it. I like lobster, but I don't want it looking at me. You know, I'm just very, very <laughs> funny. I'm, I'm, I'm really picky with my fish. It can't have the tail. It can't look at me. So my food can't look like it was alive at one point, basically, especially when it comes to seafood. But I did um, have the pleasure of having some lobster there. So I was super, super excited about that. And it was absolutely delicious and fresh. <laughs> well, the reason I asked was um, one of our writers for Be Unique magazine is originally from uh, Trinidad and Tobago. She's now mm. uh, a U.S. citizen, and she's been telling about her, her journey to become a citizen, but she all recently had the opportunity to go to Belize. And mm. all she talked about, all she talked about was the conch salad. Uh, I'm sure curious. it was good. If she had it in Belize, I'm sure it was fan. Because I don't think they make bad food and belief. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, so you've been to Belize and you traveled domestically with your dad when you were a kid. Where else have you gone? So last year I went to Jamaica like three times. I think oh my Jamaica gosh. has become my new favorite place. Um, even over the Dominican Republic, I just love, love, love. Jamaica feels like home to me. Um, so I had a good time there. I've been to the Grand Caymans. I've been to St. Martin. I've been to St. Lucia, um, Barbados. Um, where else? St. Kitts and Nevis was nice. Um, oh, my gosh. I can't even think of some of the other places I've been. You like the I know what it is. I it's it's very true. Yes, growing up in New York, um, and living up north in Maryland and Virginia, I am just so over cold weather <laughs> that yes, if there is sand, ocean, sun, that is where I want to be. Um, and what's what's funny, Mary, my husband, he has this very adventurous spirit, and he wants to go everywhere. So. He has Greenland, Iceland, and Canada, and Alaska all on his bucket list. And I made it very clear to him, Mary, that if I can't wear my flip-flops, I'm not going. So I don't so know how this he, is going to work is in the future. Is he a native Floridian? <laughs> no, he, native he was Florida? born and raised. Nope, he was born and raised in Pennsylvania. Wow, that, that's unusual. So what's on your bucket list? So my bucket list is I have several places I want to go. Um, Australia, because I just have to see koala bears. I think they are the cutest things ever. So I want to see Another the koala island. bears and kangaroos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I want to do that. Uh, Bora Bora. I want to experience the over-the-water bungalows. Um, uh, those pictures are so pretty. Yes, yes. 
Um, I want to go. I've been to Mexico already. That was another place, Mexico, the Bahamas. So I've done that. Um, I do want to go to Japan because I heard mm-hmm. it's really, really nice there. And uh, what else would be on my bucket list? I mean, I have a, I have a few places, but like you said, they're all tropical. I just, I just love the sun, sand, and except the ocean. Except for Japan. So, except for Japan, yeah, yeah. Except for Japan. Yeah, I but, can tell you, um, I've, I've never been to Japan. My son has been there with the military. But more recently, Anna East, another one of our writers, um, she was there within the last year. She was there in 2019 in Tokyo. She mm. absolutely loved it. I think, you know how you feel like you're home in certain places? Yes. But you yes. said you felt like you were home in Jamaica? Yes. Anna said that she felt like she was home in Japan and in wow. spe- specifically in Tokyo. Um, it's very... It's a very different kind of um, culture and, and lifestyle, but I can, and yeah. then her mom and dad visited for, I think, three weeks at one point, um, and they, they reported back that it was just out of this world, just beautiful. Um, litter doesn't exist there. I mean, it does, but they're very mindful of how they take care of their country and their cities. I love that. I love that. Yeah, in the culture, you know, I think that's what I'm looking forward to really experiencing is the culture. You know, um, I I don't know. I just I just love interacting with people that are different than me. That is well, what you, excites me. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So when you're not traveling for work you know, scoping out a place, checking out the amenities, tasting the food to find out which restaurants to recommend to your clients. What are you doing? Um, helping people become travel business owners. I'm I'm really just, you know, sharing the business opportunity um, because this opportunity is just really changing people's lives. You know, things have, you know, really changed a lot in our economy over the last, 5, 10, 15 years, um, having a plan B to go along with that plan A job has really become a necessity um, for most households. And so I'm very, very passionate about sharing the business opportunity and educating people on the importance of having multiple streams of income, the importance of creating uh, residual income so that when something happens to the plan A, because these days, Mary, it's not a matter of if, it's really a matter of when, you know, those days of people, yeah, those days of people working at a job for, you know, 25, 40 years and retiring are long gone. It just doesn't happen. Um, It seems like as soon as someone gets close to retirement, their job is finding a way to get rid of them. And what do they do? They, They can't afford to even retire. You know, that we have greeters at Walmart because those people cannot afford to retire. Um, exactly. So I'm just really, yeah, I'm really passionate about educating people and sharing this business opportunity because there's there's just so many different businesses that are out there. And, and they're all wonderful, Mary. Um, you know, there's people doing credit repair. There's people selling jewelry and health and beauty and health and wellness. And there's so many great uh, businesses for people to get involved in, and some of those things you really have to sell. You know, some of them you really have to sell, but yeah. travel is not a sell. It's a tell. It's something that everybody wants to do, and so I'm educating people and basically saying to them, if you are looking to earn some extra income, doesn't it make sense to just get paid on what people are going to do anyway? instead of trying to sell them something that they really don't need or can't afford. So that's uh-huh. that's how I spend my time is just serving others um, and helping my team grow and prosper. I have a question about that that I'm going to come back to in just a minute. Let me ask you a question. Do you prefer coffee or tea? This is a question we ask on our fun and informative millennial talk show called Coffee or Tea, No Phones Allowed. And why do I know? Because I'm Anna. I'm one of the co-hosts. It's a great time. It's a professionally edited weekly series that's free to watch on Be Unique's YouTube channel. 
That's B-U-N-E-K-E. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and leave us a comment with your topic or guest recommendations. We love hearing from you. Welcome back to Unscripted. I'm here with Tanisha Burke, our entrepreneur with a heart of gold. Tanisha has been talking to us this evening about her travels, about her business with Planet Marketing, about helping other people get um, start their own entrepreneurship with a home-based travel business. That's a mouthful to say. Um, <laughs> but my question, the question that I wanted to come back to was, what are the age requirements to start a home-based travel business? 18, just got to be a legal adult, 18 years old, um, and living in one of the countries that we are licensed to do business in. Um, currently, we're licensed in you know, the United States, the United Kingdom, France, Mexico, and several Caribbean islands. So if you live in any of those places, you can become a travel business owner with us. Well, that is cool. What's the oldest person that you've got working on one of these businesses? Um, we have we have several. There's actually a movement with the baby boomers, those born between 1946 and 1965. Um, baby boomers, number one, they love to travel, right? What do people want to do when they retire? They want to travel. Um, uh-huh. But also, you know, being a travel business owner is really the best social club in the world. So these baby boomers are becoming travel advisors, and they are getting their friends together and going on these trips and learning about all these different destinations and selling travel to other baby boomers. So, I mean, 70s, you know, 80s, yeah, there's, there's all ages. Um, there's also wow. a movement with the millennials. Millennials are spending over $200 billion a year in travel. Um, oh you know, Mary, goodness. millennials, Mary, our, our generation would get married in a church hall, but millennials are doing a destination wedding, right? Yeah. Millennials yes. are no longer going to South Beach uh, for spring break. You know, millennials are going to Costa Rica and Dubai and you know, they're graduating high school and backpacking across Europe. So, you know, travel I is, know some is, people who've done that. Absolutely, absolutely. And and let me not forget to say about the baby boomers. Baby boomers, Mary, are retiring one every twenty seconds for the next twenty years. Not every twenty minutes, but every twenty seconds. Every 20 seconds. And when you think about it, Mary, baby boomers have dictated every single industry for like the last, I don't know, 50, 60 years, right? They're the ones who Gerber baby, right? All of that came, you know, was fueled by a baby boomer, right? They needed to get to work and they needed that instant food. So, you know, every single industry, they're the reason why there's so many cruise ships being built now. It's the baby boomers. Interesting. Um, I could say a lot about the baby boomers because I am one, but it's also, in a way, it's sad that the baby boomers have caused some of the problems in the world with this, like you said, (laughs) the instant baby food and the instant milk and the instant coffee. and But now we're getting yep. the millennial age is bringing us back to more of yes. a time like our grandparents had. Yes, yes, yes. I, I have to agree with you there. Um, millennials have, they're more, they're more conscious of the earth, um, preserving natural um you know, millennials, and one thing that I love about millennials, they have that YOLO mentality. Uh, YOLO, you only live once. And I love, love, love that about the millennials. You know, they're, they're not waiting until they retire to live their best life. They're, they're, they're trying to live their best life right now. And it's kind of like they're going through life saying, you know what, I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. So I'm just going to live life to the fullest and have all the fun that I can have right now. And and they're all about protecting the earth too, you know, and yes. I, and I just love that about them. Now, I believe uh when we talked last prior to tonight, 
we mentioned, we had discussed um, themed type cruises where you might go on a cruise that's um, d dedicated to green, you know, green earth, and so that they don't have plastic forks on this cruise ship. Am I correct on that? So, yeah, a lot of the cruise brands now are, they're, well, not not now, but they've been um, putting a lot of effort into staying green. Um, so these days, if you go on a cruise ship, most of them don't have plastic straws, right? Because they said it takes like 500, you know, years for a plastic straw to disintegrate. So now they have paper straws. Um, you know, they don't have the paper napkins. They have the cloth napkins. So there's a lot of uh, things, you know, they recycle everything. Everything on a cruise ship gets recycled, um, and some do it better than others. So I love that they are, you know, protecting the beaches. They're protecting the oceans. Um, and same thing with the resorts. I've been noticing the same thing at many of the resorts that I travel to. Same thing. They're not using plastic straws, and, you know, they have, the, and even locally, if you go to a hotel, they have the signs in the bathroom that say, you know, if you want to reuse your towel, you know, so, you know, not to putting on, put it on the floor so you can reuse it so right. that you're not, they're not washing it again. So everyone is being, becoming more green aware, you know, and finding ways where we can protect the earth. And, and I just love that movement. That is very, very cool. So um, also, I, I guess this would be probably like on a group cruise. If somebody wanted to do a, um, a mindfulness cruise or a conscious living type cruise with a bunch of, you know, like-minded people, is that something that you could help coordinate? Absolutely. If somebody said, so that you know, I, I want to like, like a family reunion, but only geared toward a certain um, industry. Absolutely. We call those affinity cruises or affinity groups um, where like-minded people get together. So it could be, like you said, if it's uh, a group that are into, you know, going green, right, and then maybe they have some workshops about ways that they can, you know, go green in their neighborhoods or their communities. Um, it, an affinity group could be a group of people who love to knit and crochet. It could be oh, nice. uh, a group who likes to do 5Ks. Um, I've seen that where they cruise to these different countries and at every port they run a 5K. You know, that can oh my be gosh. an affinity group. Yes, Zumba is another big one, health and wellness. We have Zumba instructors and fitness coaches and personal trainers that are doing uh, group cruises with their clients and, you know, having, uh, you know, different activities surrounding fitness. On the cruise, uh -huh. you have people that are foodies um, doing cruises. And, you know, every port they're going, you know, doing shopping and picking up local ingredients and then coming back on the ship and having, you know, cooking classes. So there's, oh my there's gosh. any group is an affinity group. You know, book clubs. Oh, my gosh, there's so many book club cruises where, you know, the group is reading a book that may be taking place in Greece. And guess what? They get on a cruise and they go to Greece and they see exactly where that book is oh, taking place. Nice. So there's so Very many nice. things you can do. Mm -hmm. And yes, I can help with that. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the biggest cruise that you've ever booked, the biggest group that you've ever booked on a cruise? Um, I haven't booked a lot of group cruises. My main focus um, with this travel business is really selling the business opportunities to people. Um, uh -huh. I have a lot of agents. Um, I have one particular young lady who um, partnered with me. She lives in Atlanta, Georgia, and she loves to book travel. That is her passion. It's not my passion. It's her passion. So uh -huh. typically when I get travel clients, I let her book them so that she gets the commission. So I'm supporting nice. her business and helping her earn income, and then I get to focus on what I love the best, and that's interacting with people and showing them how this business opportunity can change their life. Very, very cool. Um, so if somebody wants to know more about how they can change their life, 
through a home-based travel business, how do they reach out to you? They can uh, call or text me at 321-507-5357, or they can also go on my website to read about the opportunity, and that is www.TanishaBurke.com. That's T-A-N-I-S-H-A-B-U-R-K-E.com. That's so easy. That is so simple to, to find you. And I know you also have a website, a, a Facebook page um, with a lot of pictures of your travels, right? Yes, yes. My Facebook page is Tanisha Tony, T-O-N-E-Y, Burke, B-U-R-K-E. Uh, yeah, you know, my Facebook page has become my own reality show, so I'm very open <laughs> and sharing my life, <laughs> probably more so than my family would like, but, you know, I'm an open book, Mary. You know, I've always been personable, and I love people. Yeah. So I just love to show people, you know, the lifestyle of what it's like to be a travel business owner and, you know, how yeah. you can travel the world and spend more time with your family and, you know, earn income and do the things that, you know, you've always dreamed to do. So, yes, you can find Follow me on my Facebook page, Tanisha Tony Burt. Because I was thinking, you know, if somebody wasn't already addicted to your the words that you've talked about and the places and Brian and Michael and the girl with the margarita, um, if they <laughs> weren't already sold on the idea, all they have to do is go look at your travel page on Facebook and see that big smile of yours and how much fun you're having. Oh, yes. I, I love it. You know, I, I keep a suitcase. As a matter of fact, Mary, I'm getting up at 1 a.m. to get on a flight to Atlanta, and I'm so excited. I can't wait to get there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's in Atlanta? So uh, Planet Marketing is actually having their pre-convention um, in Atlanta at the Omni Hotel. There's going to be 2,000 of us there, and uh, it's our pre-convention. They're going to have a showcase with the top 10 income earners in the company. Um, I'm not there yet. I'm not one of the top 10, but uh, I'm excited to, you know, be poured into from the leaders and, and glean from them and learn from them. Um, and then our actual um, national convention is going to be held September 26th, and it's going to be at the Gaylord Palms in Orlando. So I'm super excited about that as well. That's really close to where both of us are. Very Yes, cool. yes. I'm super excited. Well, we have a little bit of time left. Is there anything else that you want to make sure our listeners know about you or your business? Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are that person who says, you know what, Tanisha, I don't have a plan B. I need another source of income. Um, been wondering what I could do. Please reach out to me. Take a look at this opportunity. It may or may not be a fit for you or it may be a fit for someone you know, but I encourage everyone to have a plan B. You know, Mary, a lot of times people wait until something bad happens and then they realize they should have a plan B. But, you know, I always say to people, don't wait until the storm comes to build your ark. Build your ark while the sun is still shining. And, you know, travel is the number one industry in the world. It's been around forever. It's not going anywhere. Um, and if you're looking to upgrade your lifestyle, maybe you're looking to, you know, pay cash for your children's college education. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home, or maybe you want to leave a legacy for your family. Travel, becoming a travel business owner is definitely a great option that you should definitely look into. So reach out to me and I can share some information and you can decide if it's a good fit for you or not. Excellent. And on that note, Tanisha, I'm going to say good night. Thank you for joining us. It was a delight as always. And if you'll wait for just a minute after the actual ending of our music, I'd like to say goodbye one more time. Thank you for listening this evening. 
We're happy you chose to spend this time with us, and we hope you learned as much as we did. Be sure to come back the first and third Thursday of each month for more exciting guests. And if you'd like us to invite you or someone you know to speak right here, just go to beunique.org and contact us there. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. And that's it. Thank you so much, Tanisha. You're welcome. That was fun. I enjoyed it. Did it feel like an hour? No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I remember the last time time you and I sat together in your living room and talked. I think I was there for two or three hours, and (laughs) I had no concept of time. That's what happens. And then we had the nerve to go grocery shopping after. (laughs) Uh, I can't wait. My my grandchildren are coming next week, and I'm planning to take them to Earth Fair. They've never been. They're going to like it. It'll be a nice experience. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, You I may have you back if you're interested. Um, Of course. Of course. Right now we're. We're booked through the end of April on, uh, yes, April 2020. Wow, um, that's awesome. We have have people lined up. That's a good thing. Fantastic. Yeah, whenever you need me, just let me know. I will indeed. Thank you so much. And I I, um, will talk again. All right, honey. You have a blessed night. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.